Good morning, girls and boys. Many of you will know how I love music, and it's true, music of all kinds in every genre has been a rich tapestry uh, throughout my life. But my first love was always poetry, and it was poetry in my teens that I discovered first. Um, Yeats, Christina Rossetti, Emily Dickinson, um, Philip Larkin, yes, but also Linton Quasi Johnson, John Cooper Clark, um, even Pam Ayers and Fiona Pitt-Kethley. I gobbled it all up. Um, now, if you'd said to me a week ago that the whole world, every TV and cable network, um, would be gripped, moved and inspired by a poem written by a 22-year-old, um, I think you'd all say I'd gone off my rocker. Poetry? Ugh, isn't that weird stuff for academics in tweed jackets? Um, for English teachers to go on about in GCSE English lessons for, for sad people? Well, perhaps some people think this. But we saw this week the power of poetry, the, the power of the spoken word to rip our hearts open, to, to rise up through the morass of human turpitude and to cut the air. The inauguration this week of President Joe Biden was, was notable for the, the fine speech that he gave, um, um, but also for the star-spangled banner, which was sung in a singularly offbeat, dramatic fashion by Lady Gaga. Um, but for so many, it was, it was the poem written and spoken by 22-year-old Amanda Gordon, which resonated most. And the link to her reading is uploaded with this assembly. And please, if you haven't heard it, please listen to it. More than anything, Amanda Gordon knows that poetry is music. As T.S. Eliot wrote in The Four Quartets, words move, music moves only in time. But that which is only living can only die. Words after speech reach into the silence. Words strain, crack, and sometimes break under the burden, under the tension, slip, slide, perish, Decay with imprecision will not stay in place, will not stay still. And so words may falter, but it's the rhythm which holds the, the tautness of poem. And it's the beat of the Amanda Gordon poem which first hits us, the, the pulse. The, the pulse is literally life itself. The, um, the, the drumbeat is our oldest means of communication. And this is what poetry is. It's what um, Francois Villon knew, Walt Whitman, uh, Anna Akhmatova, all of them, that poetry is music. For it's the, the beat, the rhythm that burrows its way um, neurologically and emotionally into our minds. Even, even after one hearing, how can we forget um, the Amanda Gordon line, we've braved the belly of the beast? Um, and my goodness, um, she does alliteration well. Um, you can take almost any line. Um, successes, skinny, descended, slaves, raised, single, president, herself reciting. I mean, it, it's stupendous writing, a kaleidoscope of clashing sound and colour. Even the title of her poem, The Hill We Climb, has an inattention rich in connotation and concentrated possibilities. And then there is the, the reading, the performance itself. Amanda Gordon performing in front of the world. And guess what? For all the brilliance of her impassioned reading, 
it's not quite perfect. And I've listened to it now many times over. And there are what I'd call micro fluffs as she half stumbles on a word. But thank goodness it's not perfection. Indeed, the, the sense of struggle is part of its humanity. Um, it's perhaps what we look for in the pianist who takes on one of the late Beethoven piano sonatas. We don't want clinical perfection, each note falling robotically into shape. We want the drama, the, the fear of notes slipping and sliding, but through the human will being held nevertheless into coherent shape. And that's what we have in Amanda Gordon's reading of her poem, So Full of Hope and beauty, optimism. And what a story hers is. At school she was diagnosed with an auditory processing disorder um, and she has even today speech articulation issues that make it difficult for her to pronounce certain words and sounds. And you can hear the struggle with um, with R, for example, in the final lines. We will rise, we will rise, we will rise. The need to place those sounds, to say rise with a r rather than a w. Um, it's, but it's evidence of the human spirit's capacity to overcome any challenge with, with work. So there's no way that that was easy <laughs> to do. Um, and one can only marvel at the work, mentally and emotionally, that went into the preparation of that performance. It's, it's utterly awe-inspiring. And I urge you today to hear it again. Uh, and also to print out the poem, um, you can find it easily on the internet, and to drink in the words and the sounds. And who knows, perhaps even to be inspired to write a poem yourself. Because if nothing else, poetry matters. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace. In the norms and notions of what just is, isn't always just is. And yet the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gaze not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious, 
not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made. That is the promise to glade, the hill we climb, if only we dare it, because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. We've seen a force that would shatter our nation rather than share it, would destroy our country if it meant delaying democracy. And this effort very nearly succeeded. But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. In this truth, in this faith we trust, for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. This is the era of just redemption. We feared it at its inception. We did not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour, but within it we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope and laughter to ourselves. So while once we asked, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we assert, how could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? We will not march back to what was, but move to what shall be, a country that is bruised, but whole, benevolent, but bold, fierce, and free. We will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation because we know our inaction and inertia will be the inheritance of the next generation. Our blunders become their burdens, but one thing is certain. If we merge mercy with might and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better than the one we were left with every breath from my bronze-pounded chest. We will raise this wounded world into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold-limbed hills of the West. We will rise from the wind-swept Northeast where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake-rimmed cities of the Midwestern states. We will rise from the sun-baked South. We will rebuild reconcile and recover in every known nook of our nation, in every corner called our country, our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful. When day comes, we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid, the new dawn blooms as we free it. For there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it.